Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Fruitful Vine podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm here with my pastor, Pastor Joel Urshan. Pastor Urshan, how is your day going today? You know, it's a good day, um, unseasonably warm. Uh, it should be really cold this time of year, but uh, we the weather can't quite make up its mm-hmm. mind just yet. So a, a good Cincinnati February day. Yeah, but they're not going to fool us. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's another winter coming. Oh, I, I just, you know I can it. feel it. You this has it. happened too many times where it's been warm in February. We've been ready to change over into summer clothes and uh, just lighter garments. And then the middle of March, man, it'll just snow. And March madness. Yeah. Yes. They're not going to get me this year. That's right. <laughs> I'm keeping my hoodies out and, and available. Beautiful time here in, uh, in Cincinnati. The sun is shining. It's unseasonably warm. We're enjoying it while we can. Yes. Uh, you just got back from uh, another cold place. Yes. You just got home from Norway. Norway. Breaking the Chains Conference. How was that? It was amazing. It was not unseasonably warm yeah. there. <laughs> it was seasonably cold. Yeah, right on target. And it was wonderful. Yeah. What an amazing meeting that was. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, Brother Joran Andreasen and uh, his great team in Norway. Brother Kevin Howard has been a part of that conference for 20 years, mm. or, or for he's been going to Norway for 20 years. That that uh, conference, uh, 10 years, has been taking place for 10 years. And um, just an amazing place, amazing conference. I think I mentioned it uh, before I left yeah. that it was going to be a... Um, special conference because my brother and I went there uh, 27 years ago with our grandparents Mm. and preached with grandpa and grandma sang, and it was just a great conference, Um, very special for my brother and I. Uh, As it turns out, my brother was not able to make the trip Mm. because of a uh, very tragic um, uh, death in... uh, in, uh, that he needed to attend to, and so our prayers are with yeah. the uh, family there, and and uh, so he was not able to make the trip, but uh, but it was a great conference, and uh, we had such a wonderful time. My wife Heidi and I went, and uh, just to be with all the team, mm-hmm. powerful music, powerful worship, uh, such a such a great such a great thing happening in Europe. Uh, Europe is on fire with revival. Amen. I mean, on fire with revival, and just to see the the unity and the the enthusiasm of a young generation for the truth of God, and uh, just full of the Holy Ghost and taking Europe by storm. I, I it's it's a beautiful thing to watch. You know, I I don't think of myself as being an old man, but I've been around a while apparently because I remember yeah. I remember uh, seeing missionaries, uh, my in-laws being uh, some of those missionaries that uh, just they they labored for the work of God to, to take root in Europe and just to see that uh, come to such a beautiful fruition um, is a great thing to see yeah. and it's uh, it's just a it's just a wonderful thing to be a part of. So we were grateful to be there. Uh, look forward to going back sometime to Norway and uh, and uh, to see the blessings of the Lord. Yeah. That fruition. There's got to be a word fruit in that middle of that word fruition. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And that's they get right. to, uh, when you when, when the Enos has worked so long and labored and now there is some fruit yeah. uh, throughout, the, throughout the whole um, 
all those countries and the yeah. continents. Just it is a beautiful thing to watch. Well, and it's it is you know one of the things that the, the brother and sister Enos were a part of was a, the military ministries. Right. So they they actually were ministering to the American military all through Europe mm-hmm. and the Middle East, and you know Europe um, is is a was a, is a challenging continent. Yeah. Um, in terms of in terms of really opening up to the spirit of God, but God really uh, used the uh, military ministries in a great way to to kind of help help that along, and um, and there is and, and there's so many different missionaries through the years that went into those various countries and broke up the fallow ground, mm-hmm. sowed the seed, and uh, just the harvest, man. Yeah. I, I love I love living and seeing it, seeing it in its uh, maybe beginning stages in some cases, uh, then in its development stages, and then in its uh, fruit uh, fruitful stage. Mm-hmm. For instance, when we were there 27 years ago, the nation of Denmark, um, there was no representative at the conference that we preached the Scandinavian conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no Denmark representation because we didn't have we didn't have a church there we didn't have a convert there. Wow! And uh, this year there was a pastor who brought thirty plus people with him mm. from his congregation and was they're an integral part of what's happening yeah. in the Nordic district. Um, so yeah, just great great time. Yeah, and uh, the blessings of the Lord are wonderful to behold. Amen. Uh, as we talk about fruit and and fruition and, and things, there is a fruit of the spirit that uh, I know you want to talk about today. And um, maybe uh, wherever you're listening to this from or watching this from, maybe the sun is shining and it's unseasonably warm uh, and, and, a, and a bonus check just cleared and Amen. your health is, is, going, is going strong and um, there's no strife in your home. And everything is just we hope so dandy yes. in your life. Yes, maybe that's you today, and I pray it is. Um, but if it's not, hopefully this podcast today can help you at some point or another uh, in everybody's life. There will come a time uh, where the sun doesn't shine, um, and there might be some strife in the home, and there might right. be some some angst in relationships, and your health might not be going okay, and there might be financial uh, hard, hardships. And I know today you want to talk about the topic of suffering. And while um, it may seem uh, not fun to talk about that, it's important to talk about that because it's coming at some point. Mm -hmm. And it's a part of the fruit of the spirit, being able to suffer long. And so we don't just want to know that it's coming. We want to be able to to know how to handle it properly and really be a good steward of right. the suffering when it's handed to us. So I know that's something you want to talk about today. Yeah. To dive right in. Yeah. No, you know, years ago, I I just began to, uh, there's a message I preached that was called the forgotten fruit of the spirit. And of course, we call this the fruitful vine because we want to mm-hmm. approach all things through the fruit of the spirit. And so fruit of the spirit are very, it's a very important concept to me and to the, I think the scriptures. And, uh, and I believe that it is just edifying in, in, in every way to, to manifest fruit uh, and to uh, be fruitful. 
But I, I preach the forgotten fruit of the Spirit, and there's a, and the reason is because that I would I would read about the fruit of the Spirit. My some of my favorite passages, uh, Galatians five twenty two and twenty three. I, I love the listing of the fruit of the Spirit, and I just noticed that um, that the, the, the newer translations would replace the word long suffering. Yeah, invariably they would replace it with the word patience. And, and so, you know, the, the, the list, as we would quote it, would be love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And, and yet in newer uh, renderings, it was, it, was, it was always replaced with the word patience, which is a prettier word. <laughs> yes. Patience isn't something everybody, you know, yearns for, you know, they, they want to have it. They don't want to necessarily go through the process of having it. But but it, it's a word that that certainly has a a better feel to it than does the word long suffering. Yeah. But regardless, the word is is actually to encapsulate the the concept of long suffering. There is patience in long suffering, but there isn't always long suffering in patience. And so the fruit is actually a fruit of suffering. And it's it's the ability to suffer long. So yes, yes, it is correct that 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 fruit is patience. Mm. But but the reason that it was translated long suffering is because it it is to capture a an element of not only are you going to be patient, but you're going to be able. This patience is going to enable you to suffer for a long, long suffering a long period of time and so i just i just started realizing i think we've forgotten something mm-hmm. as we've attempted to understand the fruit of the spirit i think yeah. we've forgotten a particular fruit which which happens to be long suffering i can be patient while sitting at a chick-fil-a drive-through mm-hmm. uh, and not be suffering at all no but but I still practicing patience, but, but long suffering is, is unique and different. So I, I, I think it's important for us to understand that there are, there is a reality in serving the Lord that there are going to come times of suffering and that sometimes that suffering comes with no, uh, timeline. You don't always understand when it's going to end and it may take on different forms and manifestations. And, I think it's important to talk about because I it, often it, it, I think people try to kind of skirt the issue and avoid the issue because it, you know we it's not something that we certainly we don't look for uh, not something that we we certainly don't want to you know necessarily invite into our life, yeah. but something happens in suffering that doesn't happen in any other experience. Um. And, and, and this is why the Bible calls it the fellowship of his suffering. Mm-hmm. Jesus was made perfect through his suffering. And, and he was, it was his suffering that, that uh, put him into a context that human beings can relate to him. And, and they, can, they can have fellowship with him. That's what Paul said, that I may know him and the fellowship of his sufferings and yeah. the power of his resurrection. 
I don't know how to really describe it. So it's interesting that we're doing a podcast on it because yeah. I'm not an expert by yeah. any stretch, but I just want to encourage, I want to encourage the believer that when you do go through a season of suffering, that's a time to draw as close to God as you can, yeah. whatever that suffering may be. And, and anytime you preach about suffering, talk about suffering, teach about it, there's always this, for me, there's always this kind of check, a little bit of a catch, because I, I want to encourage people, and yet I don't want to downplay I don't want to underestimate what it is that they're going through. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't want to exalt it right. above the joy that God is going to bring them. Mm-hmm. And so there's this, there is this balance that you walk when you're dealing with the context, the concept of suffering. Um, there is a fellowship with God that happens in that suffering. And and, and only suffering can bring it. Blessing can't bring to you what suffering can bring to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, blessing is just that. It's a blessing. It's a gift. Yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's just God opening the windows of heaven and giving you a blessing. There are no strings attached. It's the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and adds no sorrow. And it's awesome. And we thank God for it. But that's not what suffering is. Suffering is... Suffering is not just suffering. Mm-hmm. Suffering does, does have context to it. And, and you will gain something else from the suffering. It, 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 there's teaching that happens in it. And there is learning that is gained from it. Wisdom and understanding and knowledge. And, and, and a lot of times people have to arrive at that themselves. You know, it, when they're dealing with the suffering, it's, it's not easy and, or productive to come in and, and try to point to all that's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, but you, you have to help them, comfort them, encourage them, be present for them, yeah. which is going to help them to stay upon the right path through this valley of the shadow of death. And, and then when they get to where it's taking them, mm-hmm. man, they see the value of it for themselves. And so you don't know a great person who hasn't suffered. Yeah. You've never met a great person who has not suffered. Mm-hmm. The people that have inspired you are people who have suffered. You may not even know how or to what extent, what the details were, but if they're demonstrating something that is inspiring to you that is of a pure nature, it, it, it came through a particular means, and that means will have included some suffering. Yeah. And so God can meet us in this, in this place. It, 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 it chips away at the, the parts of us that complicate mm-hmm. uh, our walk with God, that complicate the purity of our heart, suffering chips away at yep. those things. And if we'll let God, if we'll turn to God in the middle, in the midst of the suffering, if we'll turn to him, then what will happen is uh, you will, you will come forth as gold mm-hmm. tried in the fire. Yeah. 
So I had, uh, it, it, when, when you look at suffering, it, it, again, you can't, you can't always explain it. Peter described, he said, think it not strange when you fall into diverse temptations. Don't, be, don't feel like it's strange when you go through the fiery trial. Uh, these things happen. The rain falls on the just and on the unjust. You, you go through certain things. And, and then Peter made a distinction between the things we get ourselves into mm-hmm. and then the things that we experience innocently. Yeah. Um, and the, the toughest ones are the things we experience innocently. I say they're the toughest. They're the toughest because they're the hardest to understand. Mm-hmm. But there's a confidence that can be had in them because the one who suffered and is our example for suffering, the Lord Jesus Christ, yeah. he experienced his suffering innocently. You're in good company mm-hmm. when you suffer something and you can't put your finger on, why did I have to go through that? I didn't do anything to bring that upon myself. Why did I have to go through that? Perhaps there's no point in your life at, as to which you have the more identifying mm-hmm. proximity to Jesus yeah. Christ than to have suffered something innocently. That's what he did. He suffered something innocently. And, and when you go through those things, they may be hard to understand, but, but lean upon the Lord and call upon his name and ask him the hard questions. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with asking God questions. Yeah. The, the, the toughest question in the Bible is asked by Jesus himself, and this is it. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And where did he ask it? He asked it on the cross. Mm-hmm. That's key. Yeah. Ask God the tough questions. You, you, listen, you can bring anything to God and ask him anything. Mm-hmm. If you ask him something that, that isn't correct or isn't the question you should ask, he will lovingly redirect your thoughts and help you ask the right question. Yeah. Or he'll give you the answer or he'll give you peace when you don't have the answer. Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is not yet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the answer is I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, but but here's the thing: just hearing his voice, yeah, feeling his presence, knowing that he's there, is a peace that passes understanding. Mm-hmm. So ask him the tough questions. Jesus asked the question: "My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me?" Nailed to the cross. So when you have tough questions to ask, ask them with your flesh crucified. Yeah. When you ask a question of God and you're and you're as close to the cross as you can get, you've taken up your cross, you're crucified with Christ. Yeah. You 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 you're laying your flesh down and you're saying, Okay, God, I'm kind of at the end of my rope here. I'm kind of at the I've kind of reached the end of my solutions. I need to know some things. Yeah. Why did this have to happen? Why did that have to take place? And I'm not here to tell you that you're going to get the answer you want mm-hmm. or an answer at all. 
But I am here to tell you that you will have fellowship with Christ. And that fellowship will bring a peace that I can't explain. And it will bring a a comfort that can only come from the Holy Spirit. And so, so suffering, when it comes, lean into him. Lean into God. And, yeah. and, and, and some people might say, but, but I, I don't know how I feel about God in those moments. So how do I lean into him? Lean into him anyway. Mm-hmm. Tell him what you feel. Talk to open up your Bible and open up your mouth and tell him, Lord, I, I'm in the privacy of, of yours and my connection. And I need to know. I need to talk. I need you to hear me. And he will hear you. And yeah. he will, he hears the heart cry. Never forget. He hears the heart cry. He knows your frame. He remembers that you are dust. And he will hear your heart cry. Mm. So, you know, uh, if it's something that you brought on yourself, if it's the suffering that you brought on yourself, and you can point to it and say, yeah, I made a bad decision, and now I've got this and that to, to pay. I've got, yeah. I've got a problem on my hands, and I can tell you exactly when I went astray and exactly when I made this mistake and that one, and, and so now here I am with this big problem. Well, that can be remedied, too, through mm-hmm. repentance. You repent. You go again. You lean into God and say, "Okay, God, I'm grabbing. I'm grabbing the horns of the altar. I have mercy on me. Yeah. I need mercy in my life, and that's key. Call upon God. Have mercy upon me, O oh God. So if if it's something you can point to and say, "Yep, I'm the culprit. Mm-hmm. I'm suffering, but the suffering is of my own making. Yeah. Repent. Lean into God and and plead for His mercy." And, and you will find a gentle, loving Savior. He is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins when you confess your sins to him. Bring it to God. If it's something you can't put your finger on and you're like, man, I don't know. I, I don't think I sowed this. How am I reaping what, what I didn't sow? How am I suffering innocently? And in that moment, I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to explain it all to you. Accept that, lean into him, tell him how you feel, open up your Bible, bear your heart before God, come into fellowship with him. He will weep with you. He will comfort you. He will help you and you will grow. And I don't know how to explain this, but you will, you will become wiser, stronger, and, and better for having gone through what you go through. Now, now, you don't want to go through it again. Uh, you know, when people suffer, they don't want to go through that again. Right. But what's interesting is they will never trade who they are, mm-hmm. having leaned on the Lord through that process. They will never trade who they are for who they used to be. Mm-hmm. The version of them prior to the suffering, as much as they despise the shame of the suffering and the hurt and the brokenness, the version of them before the suffering is a far cry mm-hmm. from who they are afterward because they emerge from it with a power. What is that power? It's the fruit of long suffering. I call long suffering the lemon of the fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, if love is the apple and joy is the peach and peace is the mango and 
gentleness is the pineapple. <laughs> then lemon is like the long, long suffering is like lemon. Yeah. It's not something you just go peel and bite into deliberately and, and uh, you know, just make yourself miserable. But do you know, it's, a, it's actually like a super fruit. It is, it is loaded with antioxidants mm. and those antioxidants are, they are powerful and they flood your body. They flood your system with nutrients that can neutralize bacterium and viral infections. And, and this is what lemons do. And that's what long suffering does. Long mm. suffering will, will absolutely neutralize the works of the enemy in your life. It it will, it will stop certain lusts of the flesh. Long suffering will do that. Long suffering will, will crucify a certain pride of life. Mm -hmm. Things that you didn't used to value, but are very valuable, but you didn't value them. Man, long suffering puts them in perspective. And you, you, you develop something from long suffering that is vital to the work of the kingdom. And and it is this compassion, compassion. Mm -hmm. Notice that the miracles of Jesus, so many of them are preceded by, he was moved with compassion. Compassion is the gateway to the miraculous and long suffering is the breeding ground for compassion. Do you see the connection between long suffering and the miraculous? The connection between long-suffering and the miraculous is compassion. Mm -hmm. Long-suffering produces compassion, and compassion produces the miraculous. And so many times, we can look at a a, a need and not think a thing about it, just because we can't relate to it until you suffer. When you suffer, all of a sudden, there's there's this brokenness. The Bible talks about Mm tender-hearted, and it talks about hard-hearted. Hardness of heart and tenderness of heart. They're opposites. The hardness of heart and the tenderness of heart. If, if I were to say he's hard-hearted, you'd know what I mean. He's cold, he's calloused, and he doesn't care. He's tender-hearted, you'd know what I mean. He's compassionate, he's empathetic, and he does care. Both of those come from a broken heart. Mm-hmm. Both of those come from how a heart healed, whether properly or improperly. If a heart is broken and it heals improperly, hardness of heart is the result. Yeah. But if a heart is broken and it heals properly, tenderness of heart is the result. The hardness of heart is when scar tissue covers the heart. And the heart can't be reached at that point. It's, it's, it has to be broken again and healed properly. But tenderness of heart is when the heart healed properly and there's a little soft spot. There's a little sore spot. There's a little spot that always reminds that individual, oh yeah, there it is. I feel that. You know, I, I sprained my ankle years ago in Illinois while I was playing basketball. And I was a teenage preacher. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went up for a rebound and I I, uh, I thought I had boxed out effectively and I grabbed yeah. that rebound. And when I came down, I landed on a tennis shoe that wasn't my own. <laughs> And my ankle just, it just, I mean, it just snapped and I heard it and I felt it. And immediately I knew I am in trouble. 
that thing swelled up so bad. I was in so much pain. I had to preach the rest of the revival in a chair with my foot propped up. Man. It was a sight. But do you know it hurt so bad? It hurt. It hurt so much at night. I would. I'd fall asleep, and about an hour and a half into my sleep, I would wake up in throbbing pain. It was a terrible healing process. And do you know, for years, it would come back occasionally, hmm. and I would feel just. It, but I could walk fine, and I could. It, it didn't stop me. It wasn't even like a. It wasn't even a painfulness. It was just a reminder. It's there. It's yeah. there. And people say that, you know, like when they can tell the rain is coming because, well, my old injury's acting up, you know. <laughs> what What is that? You've got a sensitivity yeah. that you didn't used to have. And that's what suffering will do. It will create a sensitivity in you. And there are people that are hurting, that are suffering, that are broken all around you every single day. And they need somebody to be sensitive to their needs. And, and I, I don't, I don't wish suffering on anybody, but if there is someone who is suffering with whatever it may be, I just want to encourage you today to lean into God, ask him the tough questions, make sure you're close to the cross. When you do make sure your flesh is crucified, have an open Bible, an open heart, an open mind, and open your mouth at that point and say, okay, God, it's me and you, and I'm struggling. And I need to know what, why. Yeah. I can't guarantee you're going to get the answers you want or an answer at all in that moment, but that's the path mm-hmm. to be on. And we will understand it all better by and by. We will know even as we are known. Be encouraged today. Yeah. When long-suffering develops in you it's 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 going to produce something of value that nothing else can so in jesus name in jesus name lord be with those that are listening today those that are tuning in and watching be with them in the name of jesus christ help them to be strengthened in this season of their suffering help them lift up their heads Give them a comfort that can only come from your spirit. I pray, Lord, that there will be genuine fellowship with you in this season of their suffering. And I pray, Lord, that your hands would come about them, overshadow, undergird, indwell, encompass them, I pray, and help them in Jesus' name to come through this storm, Lord, having known you in a deeper way in the fellowship of suffering but ultimately in the power of your resurrection. For this we give you praise, and we ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I would encourage you to uh, go back and listen to this episode, maybe with a notebook and a pen, and and um, jot down all of the all of the points. You, you're basically going to transcribe like 30 minutes worth of, <laughs> of content because it's such good teaching. But I think it's so worth pointing out a couple things. We don't seek out suffering. Right. I do know that some people, um, they, they, they feel like Christians, and to be like Christ, we need to suffer, so we seek it out. We don't seek out suffering, yeah. um, but when it does come, we want to be good stewards of it. Right. I think it's, it's such a good point to know when you ask those tough questions, um, don't be by a fire denying the Lord. Right. Be nailed to the cross. Yeah. <clears throat> asking those tough questions. Um, 
when you when you ask those tough questions of why, uh, I don't know that Job got an answer in those last couple chapters. I don't know that there was a, and here's why. Um, don't complain, mm-hmm. but it's okay to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you when you have that communion with the Lord, sometimes that reminder of God's sovereignty, that's enough. Yeah, and that fear yeah. of the Lord. That's the beginning of wisdom. I don't understand why, but I fear him. Yeah. And that's where wisdom begins. Just such such good content today. I really appreciate you sharing your heart on that and um, diving more into the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. 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 We, we love you. We thank you for tuning in and listening today. We pray God's blessings over your life today. In Jesus' name. <laughs>